0: Welcome to the Rich the Architect podcast, where I speak not only about architecture, but also the business of owning your own firm, along with other personal hobbies or interests I have. And now, introducing Rich the Architect, architect, architect. All right, we ready? Yeah. Okay. All right, we're live. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Rich Sanford. This is Rich the Architect, episode six. And today, I actually have a guest, uh, James Patrick. He has two companies, right? Yeah. We have... um Nonprofit, for-profit. Yeah. <laughs> nonprofit and for-profit. So, the nonprofit is... Project Refit. Project Refit. And then the, the for-profit is uh, First to is Live. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. James and I, we met actually probably... Uh, probably what January? Yeah, I think? Something yeah, something like that. Yeah, January. He actually has his own podcast, Future Podcast, yep. featuring Businesses here in uh, South Jersey. And uh I was a guest of his. Yeah. So uh, I figured I reached out to him. I want to start having <laughs> guests here, so I yeah. figured he'd be a perfect guy to have for as a guest today. So um really James, I, you know, I figured let's just cover both both your projects if uh whichever one you want to go for first. Yeah. You know, let's um, know about it.
1: So I guess where to start um you know is first off the first responders live is a project and that's the for-profit and that's a project that uh, myself and a couple other guys are uh building currently uh and we're actually working with camden county police department um what we're trying to do is help police get in touch and build relationships better with residents mm-hmm. uh with businesses and uh with their, um, Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, residents and businesses and with them, right? So between first responders, residents and businesses, we're trying to build better relationships, bottom line. Right. Um, It's a cloud platform. It's a live streaming platform. But even more um, than that, we're also going to be coming up with uh, a layout or a strategy for uh, social media, right? Mm -hmm. What kind of content to create. Right. Uh, Because... You know, it's very difficult, I think, right now for uh, residents and for first responders to get along in many areas. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a lot of tension, and there's uh, where there is a problem and complications, there is an opportunity to help. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is exactly what we're trying to do with First Responders Live. Mm-hmm. Um, with Project Refit, uh, it's a bit of a passion project. It's a non-profit. And Project Refit, what we did is we built a video chat platform where veterans can connect with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, I think it's what we're—the messages that we put out—are uh, what are actually getting a lot of traction. I guess it's the uh, the social media marketing and the content that we create is really uh, helping out. Yeah, we have a goal—a future goal—where um, we're actually working on a Google Chrome plugin right now. A couple of interns are helping us build that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Google Chrome plugin is actually the next step. Towards an iteration where we're going to try to create uh, a video or a uh, video gaming platform where they can sh- live stream video games to one another only veteran to veteran. Okay. Um, and eventually families of veterans as well to talk to one another and kind of hang out because mm-hmm. they get each other. And from there, yeah, I would like to put up uh, information from like the VA or who's your local VSO, which is a veteran service officer, mm-hmm. um, and just get content to them, right? And just yeah, yeah. tell and inform them, you know, what options they have, places mm-hmm. they can go. Um, Because that's actually what's missing right now with a lot of, uh, you know, issues that you see with, like, at least with suicide and such, people aren't Mm -hmm. reaching out to individuals that get it, that don't understand them, you know? So Uh we're trying to change the script in a very indirect, direct way. Okay. Right? So, uh, indirectly, because it'll be where you can go to live stream... Uh, you know, video games that you're playing, because and the reason why I even came up with that idea, and my myself and Dan, uh, Dan is a co-founder of Project Refit. Um, oh, I want to make sure my dog's not. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah, he's a good boy. Good girl. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the reason why we came up with that is because Dan and I were talking one night about how you know they'd go out on missions whenever in Afghanistan or Iraq, yeah, and then they'd come back to the tent and they uh, to the sit to their uh, compounds to their base. And they would either work out uh, or play video games or do both, uh-huh. right? And then they'd go to sleep, wake up and do it all over again or yeah, go, yeah. go to guard duty, whatever they had to do. Right, right. But they would always have time to lift and play video games. Yeah, yeah, So it was a great way for them to bond and to decompress
0: and relax, right? Yeah, and does that give them, I guess in some ways, if they're, if they're dealing with uh, kind of like, you know, the transition back into civilian life, does that help? Like, so it it's actually seems to me like it's a bit of normalcy. Yeah. That they that they can have that they can
1: attach yeah. to while they're in and out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean that's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. Um and you know, speaking of the transition, one of the things that we're trying to do right now, I have a couple of meetings mm-hmm. that I set up and I'm hopefully I have to follow up with this woman. I spoke with her this week. Um I'm not gonna say any names or anything like that because yeah. I didn't ask her. Um but bottom line is that we were talking about maybe having our video chat platform where uh, vets can go on and get interviewed to get jobs, mm-hmm. right? And like maybe remote jobs or whatever, see what's available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually something that uh, a mentor of mine also, um, you know, helped out with and gave me that idea previous and I'm kind of just like pursuing it now mm-hmm. um, because we have the platform up and running and we're getting good traction in terms of growing the page and people are hearing about us and, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean,
0: it is a way of having normalcy for sure. Uh-huh. Now is there a way with Project Refit where sure, sure. um it's I mean it, it again it's it's more uh I'm just gonna say soldier to soldier interaction. Vet to or, vet. Vet to vet, yeah. Yep. Now is there uh, either one, can they interact with potentially like uh, mental health professionals and such? Uh well professional yeah, I was gonna yeah. say like the public, but can they also interact with anybody who might be, you know, out in the, you know in the Middle East or, or you know so that's deployed a, somewhere.
1: That's a great question. Um, I mean, it is the internet. So if you can access it, you can access it from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like if you're on base, you'll be able to access our, our platform. Yeah. Um, will it be widely distributed to those guys? I don't know. I mean, yeah. like we're gonna we're going to try uh, mm-hmm. to market it to everyone. Um, and one of the strategies we have with the Google Chrome plugin is that it'll give easier access. To guys, just to talk, text, just write to each other, like a, almost like a chat forum, right? Uh-huh. Instead of a quick Google Chrome plugin, they can get it from anywhere, no matter what website they're on. Yeah. They can always access somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, to talk, and bullshit, whatever they want to do. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So it doesn't have to be about hey, I'm struggling. It can be hey, here's a funny meme. Let's let's laugh at this together. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and they we're going to be putting in different like categories in there too. Like if you're Army, Navy, um, Marine. Uh, well, Navy you know Marine punched me in the face for that uh-huh. um, or uh, we, we will have definitely a, a different channel for them and for 11 Bravo which is infantry and yeah, yeah. special forces units and uh-huh. uh, naval special warfares and air force special warfare um, you know all, all of them all the uh-huh. different units and pilots whatever it may be um, so they can kind of connect with you know guys that understand them best yeah, yeah. you know because they had similar experiences it's very important Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it could be that next step towards getting some help. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and mental health is a crisis. Sure. Right now, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of people, not just veterans, who are struggling. And, mm-hmm. you know, I thought I'd go with the veteran side simply because when I say simply – because uh, this, what I'm about to say, isn't like a little thing, sure, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not, you know, lowering it or anything like that. But my phone was blown up twice, so I mean, like, I, I get it, you know. Like, I mean, I don't get what it's like to be blown up, yeah, yeah. but I get that that could cause issues, or sure. problems, or blown up or, twice and survived and survived. Okay. And uh, that Dan Lombard, that's our co-founder. Okay. Blown up twice. Okay. Um, lay that in there, right? Uh-huh. Um, he's a he's a tough cookie. He's funny. He's nice. He's a good guy. Uh, you know, but he's getting himself help. He's actually, I think he, what he's doing is something a lot of guys can't do. Um, He was able to admit, you know, to like, hey, I I think I need help legitimately. You know, like I don't want to be like this. Mm -hmm. And he he doesn't think it's that big of a deal. He would never say it is. Um, I mean, I'm saying it for him. So, um, that's another thing I want to kind of lay out
0: there too. I mean, Mm -hmm. like this isn't him. This is me speaking about it. Um, But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I mean, you could, you say the vets, but I mean, that's just a, that can be even a male thing, just in general, you yeah. know, too. Like we, I think, I think yeah. we're, we're yeah. all males, we're all guilty of like, you know, not asking for help when, when we should, uh, should be asking for it.
1: Yeah, I think,
0: I think so, I think that's, yeah. uh, I think that's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even
1: with women too though, and you know, one of the things with uh, being in the military, I mean, uh, it's not just combat related. You know, um, PTSD is not just combat related. Uh, you can get PTSD from anything, and um, you know, uh, it could be a guy who, who just was on a ship for or in a sub, for months at a time, yeah. and he has PTSD from the enclosure. He became maybe became claustrophobic because of it. And now mm-hmm. he he gets triggered when he's like real tight and he can't yeah. really move too well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, he remembers being in the sub for so long. You know something like as small as that or rape right I mean like it uh-huh. could be rape yeah um, where someone who was raped in the military and like you know uh, whatever it may be it's either male dominance thing or um, a female dominance thing whatever it may be I mean that's real too right yeah, that's yeah. not just a civilian or resident pro- or civilian I should stick with uh, problem yeah, yeah right that happens everywhere it's, yeah. a, it's a human
0: problem but it's just mm-hmm. that this is the group that project Reef focuses on So. Right. Right. And are there equivalent? I mean, I would assume there's probably similar, on the civilian side, similar programs or Uh, phenomenal! like that. Phenomenal programs. I mean, so there's there's programs. There's one
1: guy uh, I am so badly trying to get. We talked on the phone one time, and I want to get my product and my platform into his hands so bad. The guy's amazing. He has what's called Safe Call Now Uh or Armor Up. I would check those out, whoever's watching, if anybody, uh, right now. I think we got one, two, maybe. Hey, what's up, yeah, everyone? Yeah, like two, yeah. Um,
0: Can't see who it is from here.
1: <laughs> look it up right now, yeah. right? Like, where this guy is helping first responders and, and veterans as well. Um, I actually share his posts on LinkedIn and such. Like, his name is uh, uh, Sean Riley, uh-huh. and he is awesome. I mean, the guy is just, he's an ex cop. He's a badass. He's, he, like, when I say a badass, I mean, like, the dude's real. Yeah. He's like, look, you're struggling. You're hurting. He's mm-hmm. like, let's be real here. You know, like you can die from this, yeah. right? Because you will take your own life from this, right? Or or you'll hurt someone because of the pain you feel, the stresses you went through. So um, I, I think that it takes a a certain kind of person to to push someone to get to the point where they're like, I need to make a change. Yeah. Right. So this guy, he's, he's one of those people. He's, he's, he's that kind of person. So I would love to have him and his, his crew, his nonprofit, you know, utilize our platform so that they can have follow-up calls with people. And, um, and he's just one, there's another one out there. Um, it's called one hour. I think it's called, or, or give an hour might be given hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get in touch with a mental health professional right so the mental health professional uh you, you just look them up near you mm-hmm. and type in location call them up set a schedule like hey i'm calling you from give an hour or donate an hour or whatever it is look it up it's cool yeah. um one of those things <laughs> yeah. and, and and they'll give you an hour they'll look for a time on their schedule where they can donate an hour to you okay um so it's it's really cool that's another good one um and vets can use that too um but yeah so i mean it's I'm I'm not selfish in terms of like I want people to just use my product yeah, my yeah. product my platform I don't care what you use right 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 just get help uh-huh. you know like this is just my way of trying to help yeah you know like it's I've always been the kind of person that if I see that there needs to be a change I don't wait around for someone to just do it if mm-hmm. I think there's something broken or wrong I try to actively do it yeah, and yeah. fix it you know yeah I mean it, it, some it's just something in my personality, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, but yeah, that's just uh, that's
0: it. Yeah. Okay. Well, now let's move over to First Responders Live because I think, I think there's there's a little bit. I know. I mean, obviously, I know a little bit about it. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think Project Refit. There's a little bit of Project Refit in there, you know. As well, I mean, at least looking funny. on the surface. Yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. Yeah.
1: I will tell you right now what the uh, similarities are. So. So I studied, I went to Columbia University, a little bit of background, I went to Columbia University, I went to Stockton University, and I studied uh, social conflict theory, and I studied a lot of business, and I studied a lot of criminal justice, right, mm-hmm. or criminology. So um, all of that is based around behavioral sciences, I guess you could say, yeah. um, and also how behavioral sciences can connect directly into affecting a society. And how yeah. society works, right? Almost like a political science in a way, mm-hmm. um, uh, and how economics even ties into all of that too. But I'm not going to get too deep or whatever. So, first responders live. I was the idea of it actually spawned from a st- like a, a product that uh, the same guys who are helping me build first responders live that we were building up before. We had this mission because we saw this data that we noticed there was a trend. It's called intractable conflict. Okay. That we were that is a study that I was looking at this like theory I was looking at, where you can actually map, literally map ten to eleven years prior to a huge incident or like a or like a a, a social change. Uh-huh. There was an event that happened that sparked that change. Okay. Right. So. Uh, for instance, we, four, year, four or five years ago when I was studying this, I, I can't remember the exact time, I think it was like four years ago, I I looked at some data that was talking about, uh, which happened four years prior to that, or four or five years prior to that, was about the uh, how, I think it was Israel, just made some major move I forget what it was but it's just like in my mind I was like oh my god this something's gonna happen then in the next few years that I have to get on the bandwagon for for helping society out in general because I knew how connected and attached Israel was to the United States and the United States connect, connected to them and mm-hmm. you know it was this whole thing uh that that occurred whatever Um oh you know what it was Arab Spring that's what it was and okay. that wasn't a few right. years ago Arab Spring happened like in 2000 like Seven or eight or something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was right around two thousand seven or eight. So I knew that in the next few years, next four or five years, it would be the uh, the, something was going to happen. Uh Here we go. We're at Trump. You know, I mean, like that was big. That's a big deal. I'm not saying that's directly connected at all, but I knew something was coming. And I also noticed that relationships within communities and such was going to get really weird because of social media, uh-huh. right? So social media caused this, allowed what we know as the Arab Spring to be super successful, uh-huh. right? Like they over they overthrew an entire government using social media. Right, right. It's incredible, uh-huh. right? So like the, the voice of the people was becoming more prominent so um, and powerful. So I noticed that government institutions, even ones that are trying to do good and do right because – government is made up of the same people Mm -hmm. we're all people yeah yeah. so i knew that you know in the united states if there was going to be some kind of semblance of peace and maybe even moving forward and like uh, repairing you know relationships and 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 changing the script on like how you know people communicate i knew there was going to be something connected to police i knew it Mm -hmm. just like i felt it and ends in society alone so we created a product where we're going to connect you know uh the communities a little bit better to talk about issues locally and like you know maybe bring people together at like more at like government events or maybe change the script around the government government events and such to really start conversation right so um, that worked out okay Um, but we noticed that we weren't really, I tried actually doing that by leveraging social media influencers Mm -hmm. and getting social media influencers to try to make a change within their own. Cause they have a great following, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, So like use social media influencers to give them a voice, a little bit bigger of a voice to make, make changes locally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't work out. So, um, I was like, I know that there's something there. I do not want to quit. I don't, I'm kind of crazy. Uh, I'm I'm persistent, I guess you could
0: say. Your business owner crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: I mean like I'm, I'm a persistent person, so I was um, I, I took a step back and I went back to my roots and I was like, I need to help out the guys who are already the guys and girls or the women and men who are already making a change locally and that's a lot of the first responders out there, right? Yeah. yeah. They're totally making changes every single day.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Are all of them good? Nah. Right. They're not. Mm-hmm. Does that matter? No, it shouldn't stop us no. from creating better relationships with those people because yeah. they're they're the ones that we call up. They're the ones that are out there every day know everything that's happening, you know, locally more than anyone probably, uh-huh. except for politicians that are part of uh, the government too. But I, I I wanted to help them communicate better, so that's what we created for Responders Live, and basically it's where it's a video platform just like Project Refit, um, meaning it's just video. Yeah, that's yeah. the only similarity really, but. Um, the changing the script part is also similar, I guess, because we're trying to change the script on PTSD. We're trying to change the script locally on connecting people, uh, to, especially to the first responders and like give first responders a voice, uh, to, you know, have a, uh, I guess you could say a real conversation with residents So residents get to know them. Yeah. Um, and live stream from their vehicles, right? So we had a, we actually have a, a guy out in Logan, Ohio, who's, um, I consider him an advisor. The guy's been incredible. His name is Jason Gadram. Mm-hmm. He has a Facebook page called Policing for Our Community, where he live streams from his vehicle mm-hmm. to residents and like shows them what's happening and lets them ask him questions. And yeah. you know the residents get to watch him. And th- but there's people from all around the world that watch him right now. I and mean, the guy's like forty thousand plus likes on his page. Yeah. He actually doesn't like that much. Uh, management that comes along with that. That's uh-huh. a lot of work. It's sure, a full-time yeah. job. Yeah. So uh, that's where we kind of like... We'll take over that, you know, for them on our platform. And we'll be able to organize it better. Um, I guess you could say... Uh, um, uh, better curate conversation. Just a message for Facebook. Oh. Um, so um, it's, it was it a was really... It showed that there is something there with having first responders live stream from their vehicle to residents while they're doing their job, mm-hmm. right, where they can answer questions and it doesn't have to be all the time. It can be for five minutes during their shift, where they just go live real quick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Talk to residents, have them ask questions, and it's and it's yeah. not just to be clear. It's not like a it's not a body cam or anything. Nope, it's not it's, a body cam. It's like actually probably set up like the what, what we have here with yep. the Facebook Live. They yep. have a device sitting in their car, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's filming them. Yep. Not filming their. What they see type thing. Well,
1: you can do it. So he does flip it so you can see outside the car. I don't recommend that personally. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they want to do that, sure. Because actually there's law around it where it says that anything that happens within a vehicle, within the vehicle of a police, uh, anything that happens within a police vehicle is legal for the public to know. The public can know anything that's happening there. There's no expectancy of privacy at all. Yeah, it's a public... It's a public position, so right. that's a
0: public yeah,
1: yeah and that's a public vehicle yeah, yeah. owned by the public, owned by residents. They have every right to know what's happening. Yeah. Right? So that's why there's speakers in there, there's body cameras, there's there dashboard cameras, all of that, right? Yeah. So um we want to allow them to control that camera though, to go live whenever they want, if they want to give a quick update on what just happened. Like I saw one of my favorite updates I saw with uh, up in Logan, Ohio, there was a person that just, this is not, again, I'm about to say, it's not like a good thing that happened, but I like the use of it. There's someone drove through a. A building, they drove through like a store, uh-huh. um, and you know they gave the aftermath. Like the the officer drove by and was like, "Hey, this is what just happened. Just Want to give you guys a quick update?" Yeah, yeah. You know, and showed the the residents and people were asking him questions like, "Whoa, what happened there?" Blah blah. He's like, "All right, so this is what happened." Blah blah. Yeah, and yeah. told them what he could, you know. Yeah, yeah. Told them what he could, and that was it. And it was yeah. good. They got the update. They knew where it was and what happened. Uh-huh. Blah, blah blah. So it was great. It was interaction. They know. Yeah, I you know, know Jason.
0: Uh huh better than any officer that's local around me. I find it funny because like here in in Williamstown, and I'm sure a lot of towns have it. I mean, we're on on Facebook right now. There's just like different groups, like little town talk pages. Mm -hmm. And they're probably very similar. It's like anytime somebody hears a siren, they're like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. what's going on? And that's like, you know, like, that's a perfect opportunity. It's literally perfect. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And that's that's what we're trying to create there too, is that and I want to actually create a distinction that uh, I just mentioned uh, that kind of separates us from anyone else because there's a product out there called like Nixle, and they give text updates. And there's another one called Mobile PD or whatever, and they give text updates to residents about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. What we're doing is we're not just having a message from the department to you. We're having it from Rich. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rich, the patrolman. Uh-huh. Just it just message or just created a video, and I can I can see him. I know who he is. Yep right? That's huge, right? So I was talking to a friend of mine who is also, I would consider him a mentor now in a way. I can go to him basically for anything. The guy is phenomenal. His name is Tyler. Um, Tyler, uh, and I feel comfortable saying say his name. I don't think he'd care. So, um, but Tyler's great. Tyler and I were sitting down one day. We we're talking about my business, about the product, about First Responders Live, how we're going to be able to move it forward. You know, maybe we have to pull the reins back a little bit, slow it down, kind of like really figure out what's needed to get this thing going. Um, And he's like, when I was talking about it, he's like, man, this is this is powerful. He's mm-hmm. like, that's like in the 50s when Officer Bob knew John in the car. Sure. Yep. And, he, and like, mm-hmm. hey, John, what are you doing? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I'm sorry, Bob. I just, you know, that conversation is completely different than what we see today.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Yep. Completely different. Mm-hmm. So today there is no conversation. It's, hey, you just beat your wife or you're driving drunk and you need to go... Whatever it was, uh-huh. instead of like, John, what are you doing? It's mm-hmm. like, dude, I don't know, I slipped, like I, I made a mistake. It's like, look, man, you're going away, but you need to come with me. Like, I don't want to hurt. It's like, all right, dude, I'm not. I don't want to get hurt either. Like, I'll come with you. Right, right. I messed up. Yeah. There's... So here's here's a great, and I don't mean that. I actually have a, a story that comes from Jason. Um, I wrote a blog about it. It's it's incredible. It shows the power of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So Jason went to it. I'm like, long story short. Went for an arrest. Arrested the guy. It was easy. Mm-hmm. The guy just put his hands behind his back, did his thing, put him in the car. As he was walking him to the car, though, the guy turned to Jay- turned to Jason and was like, Hey, man, I just want to let you know that I was thinking of running, but I didn't because I know you. Uh-huh. Through his live stream, he knew him oh, okay. and trusted Jason. Uh-huh. Trusted him. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Think about that that saved a, that potentially saved the life mm-hmm. that's yeah. game changing oh sure that, that yeah. could
0: change society as we know it. yeah I, I, I have to relate a little bit of a please a, a story that yeah, I have. yeah. so in my uh, years ago yeah um, and it's actually kind of like the other side of the coin too, okay. in a way um, when my, my wife and I first got married right. is uh, we lived in Philadelphia now we had a house that I would say we were trailblazing Okay. We were we had drug dealers on our stoop. I had a motorcycle club next door. It was just like it was crazy town, and we only lasted for about a year and a half. Right. So when <laughs> we like first moved, f- that what we only lasted. half. yeah, yeah, for yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we well, we would have been longer, but we we ended up selling the house. It was sure. near Northern Liberties in Philly. Okay. It Wasn't technically beautiful area now. Yeah, yeah, and actually the, the street we lived on yeah. still has a little bit of of that element. Sure. But we lit, in the entire block we were like the only person except for a World War II holdout this Polish guy that was across the street used to have a pawn shop. He was the only other one who lived on our street. He closed his pawn shop because he used to get robbed like every day. And My wedding ring. It's from him. I bought from him. Nice. He had all the rings. He had these gorgeous rings. He had them in a safe in the basement. He sold a pair, a pair of uh, you know, 24 karat gold rings, sixty bucks.
1: That's so. You know, great. it was
0: like it was like perfect. So that is perfect. Um. But when we first moved there obviously you know there was different issues so you know i, I just mentioned how we had the the drug dealers yep. out front first weekend i'm there i go over to the motorcycle club knock on the door it's kind of funny it was it, it was all like pretty much puerto rican black guys right were in the and ladies were uh in the, the motorcycle club i knock on the door i'm kind of going a little bit off but it's a funny story knock on the door little window opens Door shuts and you can hear in the background. Who the hell is this white boy? You yeah. Know? <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, that's our new neighbor. I go in and I, I talk to them, and I'm like, Hey, what about these drug you know dealers? Naive, naive white boy. Yeah. Coming into the the hood, let's say. Right. You know. I realize later I'm like, Oh, they're they're dealing too. Sure. Know? But in terms of the education part, like you know they didn't they didn't help me out in terms of the drug dealer. So one day, you know, I mean, again, they're literally on my stoop. I come out. That's actually surprising they didn't. Yeah, they were. Well, there were a couple other th- I mean, I could go through. I could talk for a couple hours about the yeah. stories that were, that were involved there. There was some situations with intimidation. There was corrupt cops sure. that we ran into. Yeah, yeah. So one day, I'm like, you know, it's probably about a month later. They're still sitting on our steps. And it was younger. It was, I think, that like, the older guys that were kind of involved because there was a pool hall across the street. They saw that we were there. They didn't want to really have issues. I saw them go over there. But it was the younger boys who still were, like, there. They were, like, basically, you know, they wouldn't move. So one day I just sit down with them. and I'm like, hey, what's going on? You know, you guys know I live here. You know, not being confrontational
1: or anything.
0: And, like, you know, the gist of it, it was basically I was like, look, I know what you guys are doing. I'm not going to call the cops on you or anything like that. But if you're going to do it on my steps, it's an issue. So... I know you guys hang at the pool hall. If you could just do me a favor and we can work together here. Right. Go across the street and do it. Not going to be an issue here. But if you do it right here, I'm telling you right now, you're going to have an issue.
1: Right. You know,
0: I'm yeah. going to you know, call the cops on you or whatever. Or, or Do whatever I feel I can try to do to disrupt this. Yeah, know? sure. So you guys want to make it hard on yourselves or do you guys just to want to work with me? We can work as a neighborhood basically. And they basically are like right there, we're just like, okay. And they walked across the street, never really had an issue with them directly, you know, the whole the whole time there. Yeah. The funny thing is fast forward to a year or two after that happened, I'm at like some fundraiser in Philly at like the Kimmel Center or something. And sure. I forget I forget what it was for, but you know, a lot of like I'm sitting at a table with, you know, well to do people who, you know, contribute to all these different things and right. one person at like I was telling them this story. And they were just like, well, how did you – how were you able to do that? I was like, I just treated them like people. Yeah. You know, I didn't treat them like drug dealers or this – you know, or whatever. You weren't threatening them. You yeah, I being just was like – I you was like just... person to person. That's how I talked to them. Right. And it was like, you know, maybe – you know, maybe there's – I know there was probably some people there, like some of the dealers that probably would not have responded that way. Maybe I got lucky that day or what. But sure. it was just like – Start off person to person, don't start off being like you, this, you that, you know, blah blah, you know, whatever, you know, and then it instead becomes of confrontational. being an
1: authoritative figure, you just showed up as a figure. Yes, as a person. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. so and I think with, with what you're saying with the first response, that's flies, exactly it's the same deal.
1: what I'm trying to help them do. In fact, I was talking to the sheriff, uh, and he said to me, he was like, he was like, "Hey, man, you know what you're doing?" And I was like, "What am I doing?" He's like, you're creating a PR platform. Yeah. That's what you're doing. And I found that to be really interesting because I, which kind of leads into like what we're going to try to actually do next. And like one of our next moves in terms of really getting first responders live out there as a name is help departments tell their story. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. that's, The the I've heard that comment like oh you guys like public relations. I've heard that a few times, and I I kind of fought it a little bit, but I was like no that's that's great. They're right. People are told that's exactly what we are. Mm -hmm. We're absolutely trying to help improve relationships, improve image, help them get to know that that's that's PR man. Yeah, public relations. Through and through,
0: yeah. yeah. So not only public relations, I think it's uh, telling the telling the truth of these people. You know that's what I mean? PR in
1: a way that's yeah, not yeah. that's that's honest PR. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. We're not doing that dishonest PR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, like because there's actually so there's a book. Uh, this is off note, kinda um, along that lines of like we're being honest. There is a part of some PR books. I've read some PR books. Um, one of them by this guy, Dr. Larry Litwin. Um, He's actually a professor at uh, uh, Rowan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I read his book. One of the words he threw in there a lot that I thought was real weird was manipulation. Mm-hmm. Use that word like it was nothing. Yeah. Put in a book for public relations. Mm-hmm. I found that to be super, super weird. Yeah, yeah. So I dated this girl who was a public relations girl back in college. I liked her a lot. She's she's really smart. She was a beast. Mm-hmm. Chick was definitely, she's going to be successful. There's no doubt. I think she's like a VP somewhere right now. She's killing it. Uh-huh. But there's one thing that I learned. Okay. And when you go through, I think like some public relations courses, you learn that word manipulation very well. Yeah. yeah. And I learned that there's not too many, there's got to be a better way to do public relations. That's what I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. There's got to be a better way. Mm-hmm. And I think for police, they need that. Mm-hmm. They don't even really have a public relations strategy. Maybe some of the bigger cities do.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But for a lot of these smaller cities and these smaller towns and such, they don't really have a good public relations strategy.
0: Yeah, and I, I, would, I would say, you know, I normally, think we can help them. Yeah, because normally when you hear, when the, you know, like in the news, when you, you know— it's Another guy got shot, another guy shot, got attacked, you know, another guy got jumped. You know, no, like, whatever. Another baton hit
1: ahead. You know, the Starbucks thing. The Starbucks. Well, yeah, yeah. Man, Starbucks killed themselves. I don't want to get into yeah, that. Yeah, though. I'm that's, just saying, you know, locally. They killed themselves. You know. Because the police didn't do anything wrong. Right, right, right. And then people were like, what is Starbucks doing? Like, they uh-huh. knee-jerk reaction, killing themselves. Well, that's public. that was their. They messed up. Public relations. Yeah, they day, tried yeah. manipulating some shit and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. The police were just like, dude, we didn't even, we just showed up. Uh-huh. We didn't even give these guys a hard time.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I don't know. That was that was a weird that was a weird situation yeah, overall. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that guy at Starbucks was totally racist. Totally, the dude that called it on him, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I yeah. agree that that guy was racist. Yeah, yeah. Um, the two black dudes were doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. And the police just showed up. They didn't really give them a hard. Like, look, we got to take you out, man. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like we're not. And they're like, all right, whatever. Like they just went out. Like, like this uh-huh. is weird. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. cops let them go. Like they weren't gonna like do anything to them because yeah, yeah. it was just a stupid situation. Yeah, yeah. But that's the kind of shit that you hear a lot about. Yeah, you don't get the full story. Now, are there again? Are there videos that are put out on social media of cops doing wrong in bed? Absolutely. Yeah. Am I saying that all of them are good? Absolutely not. But am I saying that things can be better? Totally. Sure. Why the hell would? That's another thing. I don't get why people always go to the negative with things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. get that. Yeah. Some people, all people, some people. There's 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 good things out there.
0: I don't know. Well, yeah, it's, it's like yeah, the bad apple and the bunch, and yeah. that that's the whole thing. You know, it's like I mean, even on the business side, you know,
1: <laughs> I, I can give you an example too. But keep yeah, going, but so. like
0: you know, my wife, she owns a business. I yep. own a business, yep. and if I, I find ourselves, our conversations here at home probably focus more on the you know the bad.
1: The the, negative, you know the, negative, the, negative.
0: the the client who walked in and said something. You're like, what? You yeah. know, or something something crazy happens. You know, and but that's like you know five percent of the time is that. The yep. other ninety five percent is had you know, this great, great
1: lady that came in. Yeah, she bought some stuff or she did this service. It was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. She was wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I like hearing those stories. Um, but the great example of like the negative, there was a. And this is actually a good example of PR, um, I think, or or just like uh, an article that was written in a a headline that was obviously created to cause controversy. It said 10% of millennials don't tip their servers. Okay. (laughs) So that means 90% do. Yeah, yeah. Right, just from that weird thing. But they chose that negative... To stir controversy. Right. Well, cause a divide, a rift.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they just said millennials. I bet you could say 10% of the whole population. 100%, yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Don't tip their surface. But no, uh-huh. they
1: said millennials. Uh-huh. And they said 10%, not 90 They didn't focus on the good. Uh huh. Focus on the bad. Focus which on is always, the,
0: which always is like, you know, again, is that. Blood, right? Squat. It's
1: blood cells. That's one of the sex and blood cells. Sure. That's what they, that's what you hear a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm, spoke with some, me. uh, Professionals in the PR area or or who are in um, uh, media, blood cells or sex cells, right? means everyone knows that. You don't have to be a genius to know that. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I personally think that when you have a naturally entertaining job, something that people are naturally always wondering about, that's their safety, I think you have something compelling.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And I
1: think that police and government have been ignoring it for way too long. Yeah. And firefighters, so I'm trying to help firefighters too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, first
0: responders. So first it's responders, a, yeah. right. Yeah. But
1: police are definitely my, my target right now uh-huh. um, for trying to help them out. But You do EMTs as well, I'm assuming? No, EMTs, no way. No? Okay. Nope. HIPAA. Okay. HIPAA, HIPAA, yeah. HIPAA, all that. I got you. No way. Okay. So, great question though. Yeah. But, um, so, I I think that there's a way. and I, I was actually explaining this to a government official the other day. Again, I'm not going to say his name, but the guy really liked it, um, but I didn't talk to him about it. Um, about this or anything like that. So I spoke with him though and I told him about the idea. He's like, Yeah, it's a great idea. And I was like, Check this out. It'd be really good for you too on government side because you can put out information to the public to inform them of things that you never would be able to before. Yeah. Probably quicker. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Oh man, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. I was like, Right, there's benefits. Something like this, there's benefits for everyone.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I could tell you, I'm, I, I'm involved in two commissions here. Yes, town. sir. And so I, you know, monthly, we have monthly meetings and all that. And I've even said like, oh, well, why don't we do, you know, a Facebook live thing or something like that? And, you know, there was some resistance. You, you, that's, that's People you know, except, are afraid yeah. of the authenticity or putting their faces out there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, for me, I'm like, again, we're actually acting as public officials. So the public is allowed to be here. Why not put it on there? Because people want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, go back to that town page people are asking well what about the sirens or what about this or what about that you know they're they're on that Constantly. page to find out stuff so it's like yeah, you know, it just it surprises me a little bit that there's resistance to that but it's also understandable it's understandable because what
1: I'm and I was speaking to again I was speaking to Camden about this um, there's one officer over there in particular who is using our product right now and we're we just we're making some updates from sending it to him um, but that's not relevant um, we were talking to him a couple weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, and in the meeting, uh, I asked him how he's using it, and why he isn't using it the way that I had suggested. And he's like, could you tell me again what you suggested? Told him again, live stream from the vehicle, get a guy on there that you can trust, Mm -hmm. he knows responsible, who isn't going to say anything stupid, who's not going to be a douche, get him on that camera, and let him give some updates. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh man, that's innovative. Literally said that. Mm -hmm. His words... Yeah. And he also said, you're going to have to get in touch with the Attorney General before you can move forward with that, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he he put me to this, like, insane challenge. Yeah, yeah. Right? So uh, I contacted the Attorney General. I didn't, actually. I put up a post asking my LinkedIn contacts, like, hey, can anybody give me an introduction? Yeah, yeah. I got a message from a mentor of mine. This guy is the man. I respect this dude so much. His name is Justin. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Jason, Justin. Jason from uh, Logan, Ohio. And then uh-huh. we have Justin. Uh-huh. It's so confusing
0: sometimes. Too. But anyway, so Justin. Wait till you get a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, right?
1: <laughs> so Justin is a police officer. Um, I'm not going to give too much more details on that because, again, I don't know, you know, whole thing of like privacy or whatever. But he said to me, he's like, dude, I sent your post away to uh, the attorney general's office, see if I can get you a meeting. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. Right? I was like, yes, let's do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, he got the meeting and we had a call with this, the right hand man for community relations to the Attorney General of New Jersey. That guy loved it. He loved what we're doing first responders live. He was like, This is great. He was like, I love the idea. It sounds awesome. He's mm-hmm. like, We got to have a follow up meeting. He's like, Send me all the materials that you have, anything that can help me pass along to people or whatever. I was like, Okay, cool. So uh, I did. And hopefully, next month, July, a couple weeks. Uh hopefully we'll have another meeting set up where you can get this ball rolling. Yeah. Right? Um maybe partner with them. I would like that personally. That's a goal, right? Yeah, yeah. Putting it out there now, I guess, to mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, yeah. I would like to partner with New Jersey's
0: attorney general. Uh-huh. Uh make can it you, happen. Well, what world? I, like with <laughs> yeah. that, I mean sure. I don't know if you can even speak about it, but like what's What does that what, look like? What, well no, what oh. what does uh why does the Attorney General have to get involved
1: I'm assuming it's a legal thing 100% legal thing but here's the other part of it too right so there's rules that come with managing this is on the side of like business now and software and building and everything there's rules of how even these body cameras have rules set on how long videos can be held okay when they can be
0: deleted. Oh. I, when, can th- I, I mean, I, do, I work yeah. with a security consultant with yeah. casinos. Yeah. So, yeah, we there's a certain amount of time that, that, yep. that they're supposed to be saved. Yep. So that's why yeah, yeah.
1: go to attorney general. We're, since we're doing something that is not like a body camera, that is not like a dashboard camera, nothing out there is like what we're doing. There's no laws around it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go talk to attorney general. We're going to go work with them. Yeah. And if we become compliant with the state of New Jersey, we're going to be compliant with, like, 90% of the entire country. Mm-hmm. Because they're so strict here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and strict meaning thorough. I'm gonna put that out there. They're very thorough. Uh-huh. And I think that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I could say like with with my business. Yeah. The the building codes.
1: Yeah.
0: Like most, there's only a few number of states that have their own version of the building the building code we work out of is International Building Code. Okay. The state of New Jersey has their own version of it. Cool. You know, so it's it's probably like very yep. similar thing. Yep. Yep. That you're We're gonna have here. to
1: we are absolutely going to have to come up with something that's new and different and again this whole thing not my words but I love saying it innovative I think it is and I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's genuinely something that society needs and one of our one of my partners said you know Steve Jobs once said that people don't know what they want or what they need sometimes yeah yeah so hopefully we're hitting that nerve mm-hmm. where it's like when you hear it and you hear what we're doing you're like i can see everyone I can see that we do need that. It mm-hmm. hits a nerve, it hits something inside of the heart and soul where, like, we do need that.
0: Yeah, yeah. and in fact, I would like to tune in sometimes and check it out. Uh huh. There's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that, uh-huh. right?
1: Like, you're supposed to want that.
0: Yeah, no, I remember I saw, I think it was probably the same officer from Camden. Yeah, he was uh, there was a video I saw from you of like, I guess they were setting up for some type of festival. Yep. And he was walking around. Yep. So I watched like the whole thing. I was that's like, That's oh, right. This is cool here, you know? That's my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. He's using our product. Yeah. It was cool. cool.
1: Cool. Um yeah, it's it's uh and that's that's what we're that's it, right? Like you that's the guy, it's Lieutenant James. Like he's he's a really good dude. Mm-hmm. He really is. And he he genuinely wants to help out Camden, right? Yeah. In fact, I'd say almost that entire department, a lot of the guys that go in there, they do want to help. Yeah, they want jobs, okay? They're regular dudes too, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. They want jobs. They want to get paid, but they also want to help, mm-hmm. okay? That's the bottom line. Their chief is the president of the Police Executive Research Forum of the nation. Yeah. Their chief is that guy. Mm-hmm. They want to help. Yeah. They obviously have good police officers there now. Mm-hmm. They had to they had to, re, they had to tear down the entire department. If you I don't know if you know that or not.
0: What the can? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah I know. Whole it's a, it's department a county. had to get. It's a county department now, right? It's got not the city.
1: Re- like got taken out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not the city. It's county. Yeah, yeah. But the reason why is because of the corruption that was in that in the, in the mm-hmm. department. Yeah. They kept some guys from the original department because they're good dudes. Mm-hmm. Kept them around. Yeah. Um, they're in leadership positions now. I mean, I'm not going to drop names again because I think that's unfair. But they did. Slide Good a little bit. stuff.
0: You're out of the, uh, oh, okay, we're kind of getting comfortable here. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, here. Because <laughs> I do want to... But, like, yeah, it's like... I think it's a... I think it's important. I think it's... It, it's a driving force for me, personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not going to happen right away. I'm not going to make money off of this thing right away. I mean, obviously. My God. Uh, it, is, it is a struggle. It's a pain in the ass. Um, not having money coming in, but... I always remind myself you're not doing this for money. Mhm. And I'm not. And
0: I think if you if you lead with whatever you're doing, if you're leading with with that rather than saying you're doing it for the money, that's how you're going to be successful in the long run. I hope so. You know, and you have the patience.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm trying you, to
0: put in I'm trying to practice good
1: patience. And you know what? I kind of like channel my so I do jujitsu. jitsu um, right. I mean, you you do jujitsu as well. I mean, like, it's a... <laughs> not very... Not recently, but yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. you do jujitsu. jitsu yeah. So it's, to me... So I grew up doing... I, I wrestled and I did karate and, you know, combat sports my whole life. And I also played baseball. I love baseball, too. Mm-hmm. I feel doing well. I can't believe it. You see my post yeah. today? Holy shit, no. Yeah, yo, the, yeah, I did. Yeah, their record, yeah, forty-one thirty-three. I was like, all right, yeah. do it right now, hey. Super Bowl, one and <laughs> a half out, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh man. Okay, let's not get too too off topic into yeah, sports, yeah. but man, oh, man I'm I'm happy about that.
0: We'll do another one in a Yeah, we'll yeah, do one we'll one, do one, yeah. yeah, we'll do another one. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. We're talking about sports. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so I I look at um I look at it in terms of like the the patience factor and the and and. And I kind of transition my... What I see as right now, and I, I do struggle with it, you know, mentally. I think there's... I think there's true... Um, I think there's a true tax on your on your mental health when mm. you're doing something like this. Yeah. And you're trying to make something succeed and you're failing a lot. Mm-hmm. And you feel... Or you feel like you're failing a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it sucks. Oh, my God, man. I, I think you yeah. might... I think you might know what that feels like because I, I... Absolutely I, do. Yeah. I yeah. am 100% in there. I... Have cried about that before. I felt like a complete failure, mm-hmm. and broken. Yep. But I was like, "But I can't quit." Yeah, yeah. Because I am. I consider it a little bit of insanity, and I, I'm I'm driven by a passion to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think that's obvious. So, but jujitsu for me, it's something I think I'm I'm pretty good at. I it's something that I enjoy, and it's it's almost like meditation. I don't think of anything. When I'm there, mm-hmm. nothing, just jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Just protect your throat. Don't get choked out. Because yeah, yeah. in reality, dying is the thing that you should be most worried about. In a way, <laughs> right, right, right? right, right, yeah. So like, it also brings and why I say that because it's kind of weird. Like death, what are you saying that for? That's weird. It makes no, you yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. But like, for anyone who who doesn't understand, it's it's because that's human. Yeah. We're animals. We're just that. At the end of the day, we're very spoiled with what we have. Mm-hmm. And we should be grateful for what we live for every day. Yeah. Right. So I'm grateful. My, I said this to my girlfriend the other day, the best decision and move I ever made in my life was going after her to date her hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Right. I love her. Mm-hmm. She is it. And, and another great move was staying at staying in sports and finding a creative side to myself that I am expressing more. Those are other things that I'm also very grateful for. Mm-hmm. I found I'm a very good public speaker. So I I really enjoy doing that as well. I like giving presentations. Mm -hmm. Um, All of these things that I find for myself, and I'm beginning to realize more and more, that I have talents for and with, um, that kind of allow me to realize I'm not a complete failure.
0: Yeah. You
1: know yeah I well you know that's
0: something i'm struggling it, with though it, well it goes Constantly. back it goes back to that 10, you know the bad apple the 10 percent, 90 that's right man you, you focus on that those, little bit the, yeah yeah, yeah. But then you got all this other stuff right you know that's and right it's like even like you know i have a bad day and you know we were here i don't know how much the video i mean you can kind of see the tree line but we were walking the, my property here you and know man
1: is it gorgeous yeah.
0: and like i sit here some days and i'm like I'll go, like, like, I go over here to where I have my chickens. Chickens, baby. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm putting them in at night, and I just walk over, and I look back, and I'm like, damn, this is nice. You know, like, I don't really, like, I'm not grateful for what I already have. You know, I'm focused on, again, that little, that yep. little tiny bit, so. Yep. This is, this is beautiful. Thank you. What you guys have here, what your
1: family, what you've done. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank right? you. Right? Seriously. Um, and your dog. Is right there? <laughs> Sleeping, Sleeping. But yeah. It's amazing. Though. Yeah,
0: my other one, who's kind of nuts, is not barking it's upstairs. Amazing, so, yeah. yeah, like it's seriously. Yeah,
1: like this is this is Ameri- This is an American dream. Yeah, yeah. Right here, right. Like mm-hmm. you have time, and you're able to. You're you're kind of like taking control of your life in a way even more as you get older and older. Right. Yeah. Taking more control of your life mm-hmm. and yourself, and you're doing podcasts not for fun, mm-hmm. relaxing with it, talking to people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is great. little little bit of business, you know, probably with it too. But you sure, know. I mean, but whatever. T- I'm trying to tell my truth, right? You know, right. So. the authenticity portion, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. it's
1: it's important, I think, to remember that sometimes when I'm on this journey, right? I'm like, yeah. not only am I trying to help first responders and like you know government get a little bit more transparent and authentic, I'm doing it myself. Yeah, yeah. So there's there is that connection there between to bring it back a little bit to that connection between first responders and Project Refit it's all about the authenticity and becoming a little bit more vulnerable mm-hmm. to gain a lot yeah yeah and for Project Refit it's helping veterans maybe realize that if they get vulnerable with their emotions inside and they kind of let it out a little bit mm-hmm. that the thing that they're going to get back in triple fold is their mental health sure and yeah, to yeah. be a little bit more relaxed
0: yeah and if they right? and hopefully hopefully they if they and feel like a bit. yeah no, if they feel like they're dealing with this by themselves they're not you know, You're, there's there's a group. There's, no longer fight family. alone. Yeah, that's yeah. The,
1: that's I have it on the back of his shirt. That's yeah, yeah. our thing. No longer fight alone. Yeah, yeah. Stop fighting alone, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and first responders live. If police and if firefighters, if they get a little bit more vulnerable and a little bit more transparent, and authentic. Mm-hmm. They will have, I believe, and it's already been proven, right through Jason's experience with arresting a guy. We're much yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, you'll yeah. have safer interactions. Mm -hmm. People will know you better, and you'll be able to distribute information to citizens quicker. Yeah,
0: yeah. In a in a more effective manner. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. I think we'll we'll try to wrap this up. But before yeah, two two things before we wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, One, being that I'm an architect. Okay. I want this. This is like my my guest question. Sure. What is an experience that you had that you can think of that, like that. Architecture is related to that. Whether you know it was something you were like, whether you walked into a building that was like, you know, like, oh wow, this building's fantastic, or something, you know, something that improved your experience. I can
1: give you so many. Actually, I'm sure. Everybody the reason buildings
0: every day. So yeah, yeah, the
1: reason why though too is because. So I mentioned a little bit a little bit ago. Like I'm kind of like getting in touch more with my creative side. Yeah, I'm really creative. I paint, I draw, I do all of it. Yeah. right. Like I and I enjoy it right um i like computer graphic as well computer graphic design as well um and i love it i shouldn't say i like it i love it so even when i look at buildings i love a beautifully crafted building cuz it is a work of art mm-hmm. okay so one of my favorites i've ever seen i will never forget it was actually the barcelona airport okay gorgeous yeah gorgeous mhm it was amazing yeah um the reason why is i think they captured in the airport airflow in the building in the in the rooftop Mm -hmm. right in the ceilings yeah yeah so what i meant by that is it it, like it swayed like like curved up and down like for Mm -hmm. whoever's listening to this imagine like a a sound wave that's very smooth right or like in or imagine like the air flowing right like how people Mm -hmm. do this nice drawn like up and down hilly kind of like lines they made that beautifully and perfectly in Mm -hmm. the ceiling was the uh like the environment itself like i might open be- yeah. it was open it was an airport yeah yeah but they captured i think that it was an airport
0: with the ceiling 100% uh-huh. great great cool it was beautiful awesome um what's the second question second question is like every every episode i do some music so i'd like you to uh pick a song that i could play at the uh the at my uh, end segment <sighs> um song or group and then we could figure out a song later you know <laughs> I think uh, I would
1: like In the Presence of Wolves. Okay. um, Is the band. Uh, They're a local band here in South Jersey. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to high school actually with the guys, with two of them that are in the band. And their song, I think it's Gorilla and the Ape. Gorilla and the the Ape. Yeah. Okay. Or White Noise. One of those. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah. All I'll right. I'll, uh, I'll get that up on a, a separate segment, put Set. them on, and uh, they're on Spotify, Yeah. I assume. Okay, I, cool. I believe so.
1: If they're not, yeah. let's have a backup. So, <laughs> coming home by
0: asking Alexandria. Okay. I'll send that to you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll check it out uh, cool. after this. All right. Well, James, appreciate it, man. You know it, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm always here. So, cool, cool. All right, guys. Uh, We will... Uh, We'll finish here on – yeah, just about a little bit longer than normal. But uh, we'll uh, – yeah, I'll, we'll see you guys uh, next time. All right, see you. Bye. So I got to say that was a uh, real good uh, uh, episode there, time with uh, James speaking about his different projects with uh, – or different uh, businesses there. His uh, project refit and um, – uh, First Responders Live. So um, here is uh, one of the songs that um, he had mentioned in the podcast uh, from Asking Alexandria. Uh, this song is called "Somewhere" or, or I'm sorry, "Someone Somewhere." And um, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna let this play, and then I'm gonna switch over to the other one for in the presence of wolves as well. So uh, let me run, let this run for a few for uh, about thirty seconds. give me one second alright this is White Noise by In the Presence of Wolves